0: From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps, browse our shop now at tntradio.live. A natural nurse in a toxic world, Kate Shimarani on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Here I am, Kate Shimarani your natural nurse in a toxic world for TNT Live. Well, it's the next hour. And... I don't want to keep giving you miserable, horrible stories, because that's all we're seeing in the press, isn't it? All of the fallout from the untested, unlicensed, uninsured, experimental, bioengineering, devil soup, depop shot. Did I get all that in? That's all we're seeing. And we know I was in Trafalgar Square trying to warn people. That's why I'm now a convicted criminal. But folks, we're hearing about turbo cancers as well. And And all we hear when we get turbo cancers is these people then go and get treated. They go and get treated with mustard gas or they get irradiated to within an inch of their life. Um, Or they get body parts cut off. And trust me, if you've got uh, cancer in your penis, that's what they're gonna cut off. Uh, Cancer in your testes, they'll cut them off. Your breasts, they'll cut them off. Your ovaries, they'll remove them. Your womb, are you getting my drift? You should see a hemicolectomy where they take out, you know. Imagine yourself lying on your back in a cross section with your legs apart and up. They take away all that section. Oh, they'll keep doing it. But the one thing about it is it tends to come back. Now, in the UK, we've got the 1939 Cancer Act. You even dare mutter the word cure and you'll be in bris- prison for three months straight away. Do not pass go. Do not collect 100 quid or is it 200 quid? Um, but it's it's a lot of money that's Uh, raised with cancer and oncology, $6 billion. And so these people with turbo cancers are going down the same route. Now, I'm I'm of the the belief that your body can totally 100% heal itself if you remove the offending things and you flood your body with what it needs. What do your dogs and your kids do when they get sick? They lie down and sleep, don't they? They don't want to eat. They get great big temperatures and they just want to rest. What do you think? You're a special, special snowflake. You're any different. No, that's you as well. But what do they want to do when you go to the hospital? I've seen it firsthand in the last couple of weeks. They're just going to serve you rubbish food, wheat, sugar, dairy, animal protein, tea and coffee, fluoridated, chlorinated bromine, water, drugs, pharmaceutical petroleum based drugs. Well, before we get on to that, and we're going to do it at the end of the show, you're now in, you're the Natural Nurse Army. You're in the army now. Whoa, yeah, I can't sing. But you are in the army. What does that mean? It means that you've taken a decision to come and listen to me every week, and I hope you're in a TNT coat, jacket, puffer jacket, bag to put your juices in. If you fall out of line, soldier, don't worry about it. Just get right back in line, because every Saturday I'm going to give you some info at the end of the second hour, so you need to have your pen and paper ready. Now, if you forget, you can always email me, Kate Shemarani at TNTRadio.live. Kate Shemarani at TNTRadio.live. If you can't remember that, just email the studio, and it means you've got brain fog because you're toxic. If it's really health personalized programs, you want nurse at mail.com. If you forget that, you can just get me through TNT because you've got brain fog because you're toxic. So you're going to just get some fabulous information and we're going to guide you every week because you're my fam, You're my natural nurse fam. You're in the army. And I don't want to keep giving you the downers. So we're talking cancer today. If you're new to my show, as I said at the top of the hour at the last part, I had cancer 12 years ago independent three of them peer-reviewed studies that's the scientists when they pat themselves on the back as they read their bastardized science um you know 20 percent survival at two years zero at five I was like I'm not doing that I'm not having my hair fall out my nails fall off and be vomiting and diarrhea and everything else that goes with all that and I signed myself out you know I said I'm leaving well I told him I was leaving so they met me on day two Now, everything we're going to tell you in this show today is for information purposes only. You can take it and cartwheel around your living room with it. If you've got any health concerns, any medical conditions, or you're on any medication, please do go and discuss everything with your indoctrinated Rockefeller trained doctor, GP. Please do. And always do your due diligence. Don't listen to us. Go and look it up read what we tell you to read, and then you can make your own mind up. Now, one of the things I can tell you right now is along my travels, and I've had a wonderful 12 years, even with the five coffee enemas, and, and, you know, standing up with a gripe, never stand with a gripe, oh my word, you'll splatter the walls. I've met the most amazing people, the most amazing people. And one of the people that I met If I thought that my story was bad, I met people with much worse cancer stories. I met this woman along the way, and she was, I don't like to say warrior, because that means fight, because of course, they're our cells, cancer are our cells that just want to survive. But the problem is our bit of our body that says, stop it, get in line, like the natural nurse army, it's broken. can't do its job because you're full of mucus and pus and toxins just to let you know people that cut bodies apart when you're dead um they find like 40 pounds of hardened stone feces in your colon you know that pipe that goes from your mouth to your bum hole that pipe is just one big pipe and the rest is lots of pipes Um, They found 40 pounds of waste, 40 to 60 pounds, actually. Tablets, medications in your body that you took decades ago. Medicate. Oh, my gosh. All nations will be deceived by the merchants and their sorcery. What is that? What is sorcery when you go back to the Greek translation of the Bible? Pharmakia. Pharmakia. So anyway, I met this woman. Because she is a woman. She's got a biological vagina and she sat on it just like me because there's only two genders. Um, And she told me her story. And I thought, dang, this girl's story is bigger than mine. And her name. And I'm going to get her on in a minute. It's Fiona Shaquilla Burns. She's even got a posh name. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. Don't leave. Drag your fella in because he's normally mowing the lawn at this time or he might be asleep. I don't know what he's doing. I don't care. It's it's Saturday. He'll be nice to you today because Sunday mornings are always mm, 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 Well, they should be. If you're married, he should be pole vaulting out of that bed in the morning because he's healthy. And every man should have an erection till he dies. Not of this 40 percent of a 40 erectile dysfunction. If you've got a soggy penis, this is the show for you. I'm going to get you all standing to attention. So Fiona diagnosed aged 11 with plasma cell leukemia and sarcoma. We're told that's deadly. Her parents were told it was deadly. They said they could remove the sarcoma and they did, but they said she needed chemotherapy and it would just buy her time, but she would die within a few months. Isn't that nice? And let me tell you statistically, when the the indoctrinated doctors tell you that you're going to die within six months, generally most patients do on the dot. It's like conditioning. Now, her parents were savvy and they took her to see a naturopath and they put her on the Gerson therapy, like I did. I did 13 juices a day, five coffee enemas a day, masses of supplements, fat free, salt free, sugar free diet. And then after six weeks, 200 meals only of fat free yogurt. And I'm alive and well, looking fabulous just for you. And I'm now 58. It's hard to believe, I know. Um, but anyway, She then remained healthy till she got to 41 years old and she got sick again. Now, listen to this. She had cancer of the cervix that had metastasized. Don't believe metastases. It's a theory. The little cells do not break off and waft off down your lymphatic and blood and hide. Hide and wait, just like COVID, till you're not looking to evade your immune cells. It's a, it's a hypothesis, it was never proven. So let's not use that word. Anyway, cancer grows at a point of weakness and let's not use cancer either. So these defunct cells not only grew in her cervix, they grew in her ovaries and her brain. So she had cancer now in her cervix her ovaries in her brain, then she had a pleural effusion hole in her lung, a deep venous thrombosis, a clot in her calf, that if it breaks off and it goes to your heart, it's big enough, it'll cause a heart attack. If it gets through your heart and it gets to your lungs, it will cause a pulmonary embolism and you'll just drop dead in the middle of your sentence. I did say this is going to be jolly, but it is. And then she had a brain hemorrhage. So she went away and she did what she's going to tell us she did. I'm going to keep it all a secret. And 10 months later, she was alive and well and disease-free. Yeah, you heard that, folks. If you've got anyone who's sick or you don't want to get sick because somebody in your family's been sick and died or they're going through it, you better tell them to get on TNT and listen to the pre record because I'm going to bring you case after case after case. I've got goosebumps. The Lord is with us. Fiona, welcome to the Kate Shamarani Show, Medical Crimes in Tyrannical Times. Amazing. <laughs> How old are you, Fiona? I'm the same as you, Kate. I'm 58. Can you believe it? And look at us both. We're gorgeous. Can like. you believe that? 58 with everything that you've just told us. I had the delight yeah. of going through a, a, a hematology ward <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago with my child, who's a young adult. And there was some mm-hmm. mannequin dummies lying in the bed looking pale, pasty, waxy and half dead. I'm sure mm-hmm. they didn't arrive like that. They arrived like that. And then they get all of what they do to them. And I am of the belief, personally, that that's what kills you. Fiona, mm-hmm. tell us, tell us, just go for it. In no. five minutes, we're going to go to break. You'll see me put my hand up. And okay. uh, we'll go from there. But tell us your story. All right. First of all, thanks for having me on the show, Kate. And it's oh, really it's nice. a great honor.
0: Yeah, it's
2: great to see you. It's great to see you, uh, yeah connect again. Um, so, yeah, I, I was diagnosed. Um, first of all, I found... I had a plural effusion. That was my first symptom as an adult. Do you want me to start with the adult story or
1: the child story? You start with whatever you like. Let, yeah, let's let's start with the adult story, because when I read that, okay. when I first interviewed you, I was, as a nurse, because I am a nurse mm-hmm. trained, qualified, nearly 40 years, I was just like, oh my word, incredible. So tell us the mm-hmm. adult story. Okay.
2: So um, I'd re- I'd moved house. Um I'd had a lot of stress. I uh, just just to kind of paint the you know what was going on in my life, I was highly stressed. I'd moved house, I'd started a new uh, working in a new place. My mum had died year before, my sister had died seven years before. I was I was grieving basically. I had a lot going on and I was trying to carry on my life as though nothing was wrong. Um I started to get sick, my energy started to go down. Um and i wasn't taking care of myself so i should have known better because i'd had cancer as a child and i knew about healthy eating and i knew everything you know i knew how i'd healed myself the first time but i wasn't taking my health seriously um my energy was going down and then i got this symptom of couldn't breathe properly that was my first symptom it was a a pleural effusion um i Started to get investigations. Um, I got stuck with the with the chest clinic because um, our, our crazy um, NHS is so compartmentalized. The National
1: Homicide Service. <laughs> yeah, that's about
2: right. Um, but nobody, so I got stuck with the chest surgeon and with this chest consultant, nobody was looking below my waist. And uh, so I was just having all my chest looked at and, you know, they were doing investigations. And then I sort of, Thought you know I'm going to have to um, find out what's wrong. I'm going to have to find out what's wrong. So I started googling and discovered that a uh, pleural effusion can be caused by gynaecological cancer. So I thought, well, we better you know screen that one out. Went back to the GP. Said, can you please uh, give me an ultrasound scan? Can you look at my um, CA125, which is a tumour marker that shows up in ovarian cancer? Um, And lo and behold, it was, the the CA125 was extremely high. I mean, it was 13,000. It was crazy. Oh, my word. (laughs) I know. It was the highest, you know. Yeah, it was the highest that that actually the oncologist had come across as well. So it was really, really high. Um, Massive, you know, well, not massive, but big tumor, tumor, nine by six, engulfing both ovaries. Um, Turns out, I also had a tumor in the cervix and they later said that the cervix, the ovarian was metastasized from the cervix. But like you say, I mean, I don't know. And I, you know, there was cancer in both places basically. And then it turned out I also had cancer in the brain. So yeah, it was a huge, like massive shock, massive awakening. Um, Hang on, how am I treating myself? What's going on? Um, and I knew, um, I've been a herbalist for years. I've been, you know, interested, became interested in natural medicine due to the Gerson therapy, you know, getting me better when I was 11. So I'd kind of already had this, you know, knowledge and I'd been working in the health, you know, in the natural health, uh, side of things for a long time. Um, so I knew, and so it was like, okay, what do I need to do? Juicing coffee enemas, get on it. And I just, it's like, I just woke up out of a trance. It's like, okay, die if you don't sort this out. Sort yeah. it out. <laughs> so, gun yeah. against the head, sort it out quick. Because, uh, you know, I realised it wasn't, it, you know, it had to be sorted out quickly. Do we need a break? Yeah. yeah. So,
1: you know, Fiona's telling us there that she, as a herbalist, and that it's a wake up call. And isn't it interesting that she had to research and tell the indoctrinated Rockefeller doctors that her chest was indeed attached to her head via her neck <laughs> and her pelvis was also attached. And this wonderful piece of machinery, God's creation, I don't care what your beliefs are, it's my beliefs and it's my show. Um, but anyway, you know, it's all attached. So you don't see a set of teeth going into the dentist on their own, do you? They're generally still in your head, attached to your body. But look, let's carry on with the story after a note from our sponsors. And don't forget, you can tell me your medical crimes and tyrannical times. Patreon at TNT radio dot You've got some fantastic stories you want to share with us. I'm your girl. See you in two ticks. Don't go away.
0: TNT Radio's Patrick Henningsen.
3: There's a dark cloud which is gathering over Ukraine. This has been an absolute disaster. In the last month alone, as it reported previously, Ukraine's lost 13,000 troops in October. So what does that mean? Well, you can guess that recruitment is probably down. So right now, the government in Kiev, the Zelensky government, is doing forced conscription. Morale is at an all-time low. Uh, we've also seen conscientious objectors uh, who are taking to social media like Telegram, who reported uh, that they were just finished a six-month prison sentence uh, after refusing to go to the front line. Some of the forced conscripts rebelled, were imprisoned for six months, did a six-month sentence, and then the day before their release, they were put into a van and then sent to the front line. I kid you not.
0: Patrick Henningsen on today's News Talk, TNT Radio.
1: Radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener.
0: What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. It's time to switch off today's news talk radio. Very entertaining. TNT. I'm
1: Keisha Morani, natural nurse in a toxic world for TNT Live. And you're in the army. As I've said, you're in the natural nurse army. So I hope you're listening because you're going to get some info at the end of the show. Have your pen and paper ready because you're all going to be ministers of health and healing. And today we're talking to Fiona Shaquille Burns, who had the most horrific cancer diagnosis for the second time. And she had it in her cervix, her ovaries, her brain. And we've just found out that the indoctrinated uh, Rockefeller doctors uh, didn't understand that her body was all connected and they were just looking at her uh, lungs as a separate thing. I mean, isn't it a joke? Imagine a set of lungs going off into the clinic on their own. Can you sort me out? The rest of me's in the waiting room. I mean, it is a big joke, really. And uh, that's why you don't listen to them. You listen to us. Of course, we only jest. If you are sick, please do go immediately to your doctor. And if you're taking any medication, don't stop. Go and speak to your doctor. And then when you realize they don't know anything, it's up to you. Um, Fiona, continue. You were telling us you've now been diagnosed. You've had a wake-up call. It's time to put a liter of coffee up your rear end on your right-hand side. I'm going to be doing a show on that. And uh, crank up the juicing machine and get to it. Tell us what you did next. Okay. So what I was aware
2: of was that my um, my disease had been, you know, really started by the fact that I was so emotionally bogged down. I was in grief. I was grieving, but I wasn't actually allowing my myself to feel that grief. I was just carrying on um, life. I was doing my best to just keep going as we do in this culture, because we don't really recognize that grief is a thing and that it needs time and space. So um, I I thought, right, this is priority to sort my emotional side of things out. So I went to see a shaman actually um, in Devon. I did a a two week um, course with him, which was all about connecting with the emotions and doing this, we did this point holding um, where you, you pointed, you connect into different parts in the body, um, different emotions, different memories come up and they're released and you're free, <laughs> you know, you actually get rid of it. Actually are, you know, um, uh, intensive, um, with him and a group of people, the timing was amazing. You know, just pop this training came up at the right point, like a week after my diagnosis, <laughs> so. That's what I was doing. When I came back from that training, um uh, my CA125 had gone down, and which showed me I was absolutely on track. So that was uh, just really to say kind
1: of just to say, yeah. just to say, Fiona. I see a lot of results because yeah. I've got a lot of patients and they send me their blood results. And they're doing they're doing what you call medicine and what they call alternative, but of course alternative is real medicine. And yeah. uh, you know, I don't see a lot of those markers going down. I see them doubling. Yeah. I see them going yeah. up and up and up. And I hear these women say, my onc," they're owning an oncologist. Nobody wants one, so certainly don't call them my, because look yeah. what Fiona's telling you about emotions. So you don't yeah. want to own one of those. Trust me, Fiona, yeah. please do continue. That's that's actually really true. And I, one thing I never said was my
2: cancer as well. I never owned Absolutely. My cancer. And whenever yeah, I would just talk cancers
1: about it, just defunct yes. cells, yeah. We say yeah. I I've, I've got my my offspring saying that. I am healing. I am I said, what's happening to your yeah. body? I'm healing. I'm healing. Yeah. I'm healing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what and that's what I used to say.
2: Um I'm healing cancer. So I'd never say I've got cancer. If I had to say the word cancer, I would say I'm healing cancer. And that's such a different thing. So that was the message yes. I was giving my body. Um, and so basically I just, I, I carried on from that point and I just sort of carried on going, looking at everything I could possibly do. Um, I went to Germany. I did some light color light, um, with a guy called Peter Mandel. Who's kind of well known for, um, inventing color light puncher. He gave me and you tell something. us what that kind tell us what that is. Yeah, it's a kind of it's it's like acupuncture, but you're using light um and crystals to shine on the points. Um it's very emotionally based. He he was he was very bright and he picked up on some aspects of my personality um which were blocking me. So he picked up on a rigidity um, and he said, You have to change this rigidity in order to heal because you everything needs to change. He said, When you've got cancer. You literally need to change everything in order to heal. So I took him so literally that I was leaving your husband sometimes. Like, you have to change your husband sometimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Well, luckily, I didn't Sorry. have one of them. <laughs> no, I didn't have one of them. But, um, Love you, oh, honestly. Yeah, I, <laughs> But yeah, I just, I literally, I was like, okay, if I normally walk to the woods this way, I'm going to walk to the woods that way. I literally was taking it so literally, everything I was doing, I was going to, I'm going to do it in a different way, going to do things in a different way. And one thing I noticed that I was really doing was giving away my energy a lot. So I'm I'm very empathic, you know, and I have a tendency to listen, really listen to people and really take on what they're saying. And I realised that you know there were certain people that were not making me feel good. It's like during this period, my awareness of my body and my energy got sort of so incredibly sensitive.
1: It was amazing. It's kind of like magic that I would. Yeah, Fiona, Fiona, just just my interject there. Uh, If people listening and go, oh, this is all woo woo, woo woo rubbish. Listen, (laughs) we're not just doing woo woo rubbish. We've already told you, coffee enemas. Gerson therapy was 13 juices a day. These are fresh, organic, nutrient-dense foods, supplements. She's going to get on to other stuff in a minute that isn't woo-woo. So before you've but turned on. let me on, tell you, let yeah. me
2: tell you, it might, you know, anyone could call it woo-woo, but the proof of the pudding is I'm still It's where they're still alive. 16 and a <laughs> half years on, cancer-free, you know what
1: I mean? Call it woo-woo. Yeah, and like, I'm 12 years yeah. on and I, I did the healing code and people <laughs> used to think I was bonkers. Is- I was bonkers. I, That's my re-wook. intuition.
2: <laughs> yeah, my intuition got so sharpened, like it was just acute, and I and I started to notice everything that affected my energy. So that if um, yeah, if I was on the phone to somebody and my energy was being affected by them in a negative way, it's like it wasn't just I was aware of it. It's like my energy would just mm. disappear completely. Out of energy system. vampires ditch them. Like, yeah, so I, I would have to say sorry i have to go now i, I made the decision to 100 prioritize this energy because i thought i don't have much energy here you know this energy needs to be absolutely used for my healing and i i cannot waste the energy so it's like, it's like i had so much money in the bank account and, and that i have to really watch what i'm spending it on so that's and i really have tried to live my life like that since of course it's not so imp- you know now i'm better it, I, it's not so sort of ultra important and I'm a bit less aware than I was to be honest but
1: I'm um, yeah if I had to see, can you tell I, us then Fiona yeah. so this you've done the light therapy you've got your energy you've yeah. got rid of all the energy vampires we've all got lots of them in our lives I can tell you um what what did you do what you know you've mentioned ozone you've mentioned yeah. intravenous infusions of vitamin c so can we yeah can you tell us about that
2: yeah. I also want to tell you that in, so I was diagnosed on the 1st of August, 2007. Um, although initially it seemed like I was, you know, doing well on this. My, cause my tumor markers went way down, they started to creep up again. And then the mm-hmm. CEA got up and then I got, that's when the cervix cancer got spotted that panicked a little bit and thought, my God, I'm going to have to do something a bit more radical at this stage. And I went to a clinic in Germany that does um, hypothermia and IT, which is using chemotherapy, but using 10% of what is normally used. Insulin potentiated chemo. Yeah, insulin potentiated chemo. So you use insulin and you use glucose in order to direct the therapy at
1: at the cancer cells and so the rest of the Because cells- cancer cells have far more insulin receptors on them, folks. So what happens yeah. is when you go for your MRI scan to have a diagnosis, that's why they give the infusion of sugar. So all your cancer cells not your cancer cells, but the cancer cells, suck up the sugar and you light upon the scanner like a Halloween cake. So that's why they do it. Then you're sent home with sent home with all your tumors going, oh, that was a big, nice, tasty food. Um, And we can grow now. So basically, yeah. So insulin potentiated is using a tiny amount to target the cells and giving them sugar, so that they're receptive yeah. and they go in, and it doesn't make yeah. your hair fall out, doesn't make you vomit, no. and they don't offer it to you in the national homicide. Series. It did oh, make no. you vomit, actually. My my you did system,
2: it. yeah, my system was so sensitive because I've been doing all mm. this gerson and everything that it actually it felt like an onslaught. Um, and after I'd had this, ah, yeah, doing the gerson, lot, I said I'm not doing that anymore because I felt so shit. I actually felt so rubbish. I thought, do you know what? If I die, yeah. so be it not doing this anymore. So I literally did it twice. So it's like I had, a, I, I see it as I had a homeopathic version of chemotherapy
1: compared to what was, you know, what the well, doctors But your, your instinct tells you. Be, yeah, your instinct tells yeah. you what to do and what not to do. Because yeah. although, you know, I see results with insulin potentiated chemotherapy, it's something that I personally wouldn't consider because it's still the same thing. It doesn't resonate with me to put a mm. toxin in. To get yeah. rid of a
2: toxin, to so that's say, my. Desperate. I was desperate at this point because I, I was, yeah, really, yeah. I'm not winning so, this so, war, I just got bit. And and the other thing that they did in Germany was they actually drained my lung, um, which because I was full of fluid, they got six liters of fluid out of me. They so they um, they took, drained my lung, they drained my abdomen, and um, and then I, I had this um, this professor, Professor Dowis, um, he. And I, I, I don't recommend this clinic, by the way. It was the Clinic St. George, but I wouldn't recommend it now because it's really gone on a little bit downhill from what I've heard. Um, th- but what he did was... He obviously, screen-
1: Fiona is allowed her personal opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's her personal opinion. It's not an opinion that TMT holds. It's Fiona's opinion. And she's allowed it. So, so yes. should anyone pass it on to them because they're little trouble-causing rat bags, um, she's allowed her own personal decision. So shut up. And they were great at the time. I have to say, they were great. They were perfect for me at the time. Um
2: uh, so what and Professor Towers, I have to say, was was amazing. He and he was, he was, he's not really, he's he's very old now, so he's not really working there anymore. But um yeah, what he he actually drew out the fluid out of the tumour and he replaced it with chemotherapy. So it's kind of like he just so he put some chemo in into my body. I mean, I'm not a fan of chemo, you know, I, I, I hated it, but I do think. That I'm definitely not good. a fan of it. I'm not a fan <laughs> of it, but I, th- I just think that, that, that sitting there somehow, it just, and it kind of said, to, it was me saying to the body, it was me saying cancer, this is it now, no more. And so after I'd had that procedure, I didn't go back to the clinic. I just, so I went basically the that hypothermia twice, had that thing that he did. Um after that, it was after that that the Marsden told me I was going to die because I went to see the Marsden um, because by that time I was thinking. The Marsden is account- the big
1: all singing, all dancing, all bells centre yes. of excellence Apparently. for cancer in the UK. And I'm not going to tell you who the main investors in there are. Main investors, um, huge investors in that. But it's a couple of countries that have been in the press recently. I'm not saying anything else because I didn't. Uh, (laughs) But please do carry on. Yeah. Well,
2: because I was thinking at that point, I should have had the hysterectomy. Oh, shit, it's too late. You know, I should have had, I should have had. So I actually went to the Mars then and I said, I think I do want a hysterectomy now. And they said, oh, no, too late for that. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah,
1: that's what they (laughs) say to people. No, you've had your chance. You've missed it. Hysterectomy is removal of the wound. But that's what they do. I've still got my womb and I've still got my
2: ovaries, and actually, I got I got better. So I, I what happened with me was in around about um, February. So Martin told me I was going to die in January. They said, "Oh, you've got a few months left." You know, that's nice. And let's, of keep, them I know, let's give you some chemotherapy just to prolong just to prolong your life a little bit. And yeah, let's make your
1: nails fall off and your hair fall out, and you vomit, and you can only eat ice pops because your whole of your mouth is ulcerated and you look like a corpse line in the bed and you smell and you're bloated and and then you can That's you can ring a bell like pavlov's dog which is what they get you to do when you've finished all your chemo sessions <laughs> and they give you a certificate a certificate they give you one of those to go home to put somewhere in your house i mean you couldn't make this sheet up, could you
2: no 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 so so basically, they they yeah. So they said you're, you're going to die, um, but we're <laughs> going to give you some chemo, um, and and if you don't have the chemo, you're going to be in terrible pain. They said to me, I'm like, oh my god, I'm definitely not having chemo. Yeah,
1: um, cannabis oil rectally I, sorts that out.
2: I know, le- and I never had any pain during my cancer. So I'm really actually so grateful for that. The procedures I had in Germany were not pleasant. I never had actually any pain from the cancer. so um, yeah, so I was grateful for that. But anyway, then I discovered uh, I just came across the site K, which is change your beliefs. Um, so whatever we believe to be true is true, that's that's how strong a belief will affect our system and our biology. And if we
3: believe
2: incurable disease. If we believe, we're going to get better, we believe we are going to get better. And that's so proven, it, it's
1: that's changed. proven in studies. It's proven in it's studies, changed. folks. Yeah. That's why I believe it's I am absolutely changed. the most gorgeous woman in the world, and I am. It is. You are. It's, it is, It's well,
0: <laughs> <fuck me. laughs> But
1: it is, it's proven in yeah. studies that those women that believed their tumors were shrinking and that they would get well did. And also yeah. when you look at dogs and they study dogs with cancers and humans, The dogs didn't know they'd got cancer. They didn't go to the Marsden. They didn't have to get their relatives to run a 6K (laughs) run or the Macmillan nurses to tell you to serve tea, coffee, cakes, fat, sugar, and raise money for the cancer nurses. I mean, yeah, fat cancer nurses. Um, Those dogs who didn't know what cancer was got better. Um, So it is all about belief.
2: And actually... It's true. Actually, as a child, nobody t- nobody said the word cancer to me as well, which I think was a really intelligent move. They,
1: well, they, they do now. They, they put, put it all over the telly. Hmm? They do now. They put it all over the TV, in adverts. They have on, on the You have the, the child with the nose and the bald head and bits of hair, yeah. and everyone's got to feel... Oh, you see complete conditioning. and you see the woman vomiting you know cancer research uk race for life the woman's vomiting in a bucket then you see going to to the doctor in the white coat they don't wear white coats anymore And he gives her stuff and then she's weeping as he says, you're all clear because it's it's indoctrination and idolatry. She's idolizing the doctor. And then you see her at her discotheque dancing or at a wedding wearing a wig. I mean, it's all utter, utter BS. Get your backsides out of that in your heads. We're just going to have a quick break and then we're going to get back to what Fiona did. She's going to gobble it all out. A note from our sponsors you've definitely realized you're listening to the only place, TNT Live. Anticipate potential
0: delays for the morning commute. In other news, a recent government report on prescription drug pricing points to corporate mouth. Freedom of the press is about your right to know. What are you talking about, man? Look at his stats. It's about your right to be informed. Your right to access all types of information keeps us free as a nation. No, 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 Today, there are real threats to press freedom.
3: residential areas, Bye.
0: And your right to know about the world around us. Look. Some threats are obvious, some are easy to miss, but they all put our way of life at risk. We must defend against hey. all of these threats, no matter what kind of news is important to you. ...justified putting American troops in harm's way. That's a great question. We must protect our right to know before it's too late. Understand the threats, protectpressfreedom.org.
3: When I had my heart event, close to four years ago, I was at the gym, thought I deserve a coffee, and thought I'll top up with fuel, ordered a coffee. But while I was pumping fuel, I started to get chest pains. Then it got worse and worse and worse. So then I was leaning on the counter thinking, yeah, something's not quite right, so then I went to wait for the coffee and that's when it really really hit and Joy just you know mouthed do you need an ambulance and I remember nodding. I wasn't even thinking about a heart attack, I just thought something is seriously wrong with me here. So when the cardiologist came to see me she informed me that I'd had what they call a widow make a heart attack. Bit of a shock when someone says you know you nearly died. <laughs> Everybody should be aware of all the symptoms of a heart attack that women can have that aren't typical of the shoulder pain, the right arm pain. I go to the gym, I do yoga, Pilates, I swim, I go on bike rides, and yet I still had a heart attack. You just don't know it could be you.
0: TNT Radio. You're listening to Kate Shimarani on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Welcome back, campers. You are the Natural Nurse Army. You're in the Army now. I don't want to hear that you've gone to McDonald's or you've gone to Dunkin' Donut or you've gone to any of those fast food places that you often find in the hospitals, in the foyers, because that stuff is poison. It's garbage. And what it's going to do is plug up all of your body systems with mucus. That's exactly what it is. Mucus is your detergent. When you've got a snotty nose, like I have now, embrace it. Doctors will suppress the snot. That's the first thing they'll do. If you get a temperature, they'll suppress the temperature. And, you know, febrile convulsions in babies, I can tell you virtually never see them. They'll also try and suppress other symptoms that you have, diarrhea and vomiting. That is your body's way of healing you. Get rid of all the offensive stuff, the temperature to kill pathogens, the snot is a detergent. Embrace it. Let it all come out. Don't swallow it. Blow your nose. If you haven't got a tissue, I do it when I go for a walk with the dogs. I put one finger over one nostril and I blow it out because I am indeed a lady with a biological vagina. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. No one's paying your mortgage. And also clean water, get a distiller, get a Berkey or just drink good bottled water, good organic nutrient dense food, but let your body do what it does. Don't force yourself to eat and drink. If you are really sick, you need to wait and just keep yourself slightly hydrated. But your body is the most amazing piece of kit. It's a vehicle that you drive around in to experience this amazing life that they're trying to tell you through the mainstream BS media that it's horrible and everything's ugly. It's gorgeous out there. It's amazing. It is a beautiful world out there. And you are here to enjoy it, not endure it. So you've got to look after your vehicle that you were given. You don't die anyway. It's a whole lie. And even Albert Einstein said, it's an impossibility for energy to disappear. It just changes state. I've been with people as they were dying, traumatic deaths when I worked in A&E, people dying slowly. I've seen abortions. I've held miscarriages in my hand. I've seen death from every angle. And I've had some really strange experience. And I can tell you, I don't believe that you die. I believe exactly what it says in Scripture. You just leave this body because it's broken, because it was your time while you're here take care of that piece of kit and you will have a wonderful good life arthritis colitis crohn's diabetes uh, dementia cancer these things are all modern day living and i'll tell you something else if you think that all these scientists and all these studies and all these medicines are to get you healthy you're demented already because they are not it's an inversion they are finding all of the things that will make you covertly very sick and lead you on to more and more symptoms how do i know that because they're all eugenicists look at nazi germany And look what happened when they were doing the tests on fluoride. I've got a book behind me I paid 50 quid for. They know exactly what fluoride would do. You mix fluoride with BPA plastic, it's going to express 138 genes that shouldn't be expressed. Yeah. And then it's going to come with a whole host of problems. And you don't have junk DNA either. They're liars. Trust me, they're liars. Anyway, back on. I've just had a quick rant. Feeling better already. Fiona, tell us. What else did you do and then move on to your childhood?
2: Okay. Um, so, I mean, I went through a period after after being told that the the Mars, you know, the and told me you're going to die. I started to think maybe I'm going to die. And actually what happened was I made friends with death. Um, I did that by, first of all, deciding I was going to kill myself. Thought I'm going to kill myself because I don't want to live in this unhealthy body. Um, and when I, when I made that plan to kill myself, I started feeling better. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Just having a plan is making me feel better in that case. Why don't I have a plan to absolutely go for it and get well, that doesn't work. Then I'll die, but let's, let's try that first. So I absolutely went for it. I discovered something called psych K P S Y C K C H K which is kinesiology, um, used. so it's
1: basically getting into... So at this stage, before. you're still juicing, you're still juicing. Yeah, I'm You're juicing, still eating all I'm the doing, foods, yeah. loads of plants, loads of fruit. Yeah. No, the there's no meat in the Gerson therapy because your T lymphocytes no for killing no what we call no virus, plant, fungus juices. and cancer go down even when you eat one egg. So there's no animal protein. Thomas Tolberg did all the studies on that. And they tell you it's quackery. Right? They're liars. The studies were done. They just don't let you use those now. They only let you use studies in the last decade. So no animal protein, all organic fruits and vegetables, juices, fresh pressed juices, because after 60 minutes, 60% of the living enzymes are dead. So if you buy your juices off the shelf, you're wasting your cash. Get a juicer. And you're doing the coffee enemas. Litre yeah. of coffee. How many coffee enemas are you doing at this stage? Per day? One or two. One or two. Um, yeah, no okay. Things. Yeah. So there you go, folks. I Look at that. that was I was true quiet. five. Did and you get one. the results. I never yeah. wanted. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so you're juicing, you're doing your, doing your food, do. and you're doing kinesi... Tell us about the kinesiology. Let's get that in.
2: Yeah. So basically, Bruce Lipton discovered that the brain... Love has, him. Uh, got his books. Yeah. So he, he did the biology of belief, and he talked about psych. K. He talks about psych K in that book, in the biology of belief. And um, I thought, okay, I need to find someone that does psych. K. So luckily there was someone in Bristol. I went to see her. I had quite a few sessions with her. It's all about changing your beliefs so that you're – so I had had beliefs in in me, which I didn't realise that were unconscious, such as um, the world is an unfriendly place. Now, if you believe that the world is an unfriendly place, your whole biology is going to be affected by that. Um, You'll just meet unfriendly people, won't you? Yeah. There's basically yeah. that's it. And these, these memories are all programmed into us before we're even years old. So the, these beliefs, they're all programmed in because the child tries its best to make sense of the world. And so all of this is basically where that needs updating site gives you a chance to update all that software. And for me, it was dramatic. I mean, I had huge emotional releases. I had pain as, as um, stuff was being released. Um so I had eight sessions with Mary, Mary Chenfield, um who actually isn't working anymore, sadly, but um I I um yeah I got better basically I got better and my my scan on the 10th of June 2008, which was the same year I'd been told in, in uh, January by the Marsden that I only had a few months left to live, uh showed it had gone.
1: So it's like oh my god, it's actually Showed gone. all your cancer had gone. All all the yeah. cancer had gone so folks yeah. there you have it you see that's how you do it you've got to address the physical which is the juices and the coffee enema. that's flooding your body with live nutrients enzymes and herbs. vitamins minerals and, and herbs. herbs that's right well the vegetables yeah. are herbs your green vegetables of yeah. course, are also herbs
2: herbally, i've put it yeah. i haven't quite got onto the right herbs once i did once i got myself aligned with the site k it was like the, I, my the main were um, red clover, chaparral, and golden seal. And I, golden I, seal, I, the king of tonics. Golden yeah. seal is the king of co- tonics.
1: Golden Everybody should have that. Put,
2: I've, I've got, got it all it here. Everywhere. I drank it. I did it rectally. I did it. I made vaginal packs. I literally. Yeah, I like vagina.
1: We've got my one. body in it.
2: Yeah, got to make the most of it. So yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so so of, you're doing.
1: Yeah, so you address addressed the physical, you've addressed the emotional, yeah. you've addressed the psycholog- psychological by getting rid of the Marsden. You've yeah. been given the all clear, which is and just... And the spiritual,
2: actually. The spiritual. And the spiritual. Because I like, and I realised, actually, you know, I'm not just this separate little thing. You know, I am connected to everything. And I start, it's like you everything are. starts to, As I connected my own body back to itself, it's like I became much more connected to the universe and... My, my intuition got sharper thing i was just much more in flow everything started functioning in flow in a much as it as it does when you're healthy basically
1: absolutely so when you were a child you you Mm. your parents never used the word cancer you were diagnosed thank the lord that your parents took you to a naturopath And so your Amazing. mom did the Gerson therapy with you at the same time. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I I, I I live that way anyway. But I'm right back into yeah. it with my own 20, 22 year old. Um, and it, and you know it resurrects. But I'm just going to say, it, incidentally, you know, my mine fell asleep with a raging temperature and then went back to childhood and started talking as a little girl in her talking to me in the sleep. And she, I said, how many siblings have you got? And she said, just two because she's the twin in the middle. And so she w- it was that period before the next one was born. It was something else I've never seen. It was amazing. So, Fiona, you're doing it as a child. So how many yeah. juices did your parents do and how many enemas did they do on you as, a, as an 11-year-old?
2: Yeah, I think I had I, – I definitely had one every day, but I think I had, I, I had at least one every day. I think I had two every day. Um, they were aiming for two. Um, I had – juices between six and ten juices a day, uh, which is what I
1: did as an adult. Actually, I I never got eight, eight ounce juices. They're not very big, just eight ounces for anyone watching the screen. It's only to about there in my urine cup. It's not urine. It's peppermint tea. It's not very much, (laughs) but it has to be made fresh. And don't tell me you've not got time. You know, you've got washing machines, you've got everything, cars. You've got plenty of time. Fail to plan, plan (laughs) to fail. So you did that and yeah. when you were then given the all clear as a child, I
0: was did given, you understand I it? I was, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, so I
2: was seeing this naturopath and he was doing tests on me. He was sort of doing, we don't really know what sort of testing he was doing because he, w- he would just give us a figure. He would say, okay, your cancer is, or your disease level is this now. Or, or he gave us, he never, nobody said the word cancer to me. But I told a number of how toxic I was. And I think he was doing, I think he was doing dowsing. actually. I don't know. We, oh, we I love
1: dowsing. I've got geopathic stress monitors in my house. And mm-hmm. that's a real thing as well. You can look yes. that up. Are you sleeping okay. in a safe place is the book. And I wasn't. Fiona,
2: I wasn't. That's the other thing. And my bed was in the wrong place. So my bed, I was actually right in the middle of an earthquake. Mine
1: too. Mine, the Um, geopathic stress lines, which are real. Any plumber will tell you what dowsing rods are. It's where the water goes through the ground. Forget it. I'm not going to talk any more about it. I'm going to get a UK expert on the show. And incidentally, folks have already wrote to Bruce Lipton as well. Because, you know, if they don't want to come on my show, they're nobody. Fiona, um, it's been absolutely amazing so you heard it there, folks, diagnosed aged 11 years of age. Do come on again and come on my other shows and we can go into it. 11 years of age. Her parents were told she was going to die within a few months. That was, yeah, and sarcoma, I have been. Yeah, yeah sarcoma and leukaemia. She didn't die. She recovered and uh, with a cu- one to two enemas and juices, fresh juices, which we're going to go right into. We've had Dr. Patrick because on the show we'll have him on again who had a clinic down in Mexico and then she gets diagnosed again, age 50, uh, 46, 46, 48, oh, 41, 42, no, 41. Actually. I was 46. Nah, we are in our forties. Okay. Um, and brain ovaries, cervix, pleural effusion, clot in a leg, uh, brain hemorrhage. I mean, really anywhere else you'd be put on a load of drugs. Actually. Now you'd be put on end of life care. Um, Effectively, they called it palliative. Anyway, um, and she's alive and well today, and fifty-eight years of age. Fiona, where can people get a hold of you? Okay, um,
2: so my website is naturework with an x dot com. That's n a t u r e w o r x dot com. Um, my you're on um, Facebook. <laughs> Facebook? Facebook. yeah, Fiona Shaquila Burns, and um, I've got a group called Cancer You Can, which Cancer letter U can. Um, so that's for people who are dealing with cancer to be in that group. Um I work on Zoom, I do I do the site K. I because I, I trained in Psych K and EFT. Basically I trained I'm in I'm coming to that you with my offspring.
1: Heal. I'll be filming <laughs> you later, bring my I'm coming to you with my yes. offspring.
2: Too. i I'd love to help your offspring, your daughter. That'd be lovely.
1: Yeah. My little minion of um, darkness. Go ahead. I just want to. So, yeah. Anywhere else we can get a hold of you?
2: Do you know what? I'm writing the book at the moment, so that's taking a lot of my time. Once I've written my book, I think I'm going to be much more out there again because I, you know, I want to courses. Um, I've run retreats in the past and events and conferences, but I, I'm going to get back doing that stuff. But I, the book feels like priority because it's the books been wanting to come out for a while. So, yeah, and I'm we will have you
1: on when you've written your book. Fiona Shakira Burns, you're an absolute legend. We will get you on again. And hopefully we'll be doing retreats. Thank you so much for joining us on TNT Live. Folks... This is your tips. This is what you're going to be doing for the next week. Every morning when you wake up, have you got your pen and paper ready? Don't tell me you can't do it. I don't want to hear any griping, moaning, nothing. You're in the natural Nurse Army. As soon as you wake up in the morning, you're going to go downstairs and you're going to go and stand on the earth barefoot for five minutes. Whilst you're standing barefoot, do not have your phone next to you scrolling through Facebook and everything else because you just woke up and you think you've missed it. Don't do that. Just stand on the earth barefoot every single morning, five minutes, and you're going to see it has a profound effect on the body. 21 peer-reviewed studies on it. Before you eat anything at all, you're going to have a whole bunch of celery juiced. You're going to increase it up to at least half a litre. Every single morning, a pure celery juice. Do not add anything else. It is a herb and it cleanses. For the entire week, you're not allowed to eat bread or pasta None of it or alcohol or sugar. You can eat as many fruits, vegetables and potatoes as you like. And I'm going to let you have a little bit of porridge in the morning and I'm going to let you have a little bit of rice. But you can eat all of that. You can eat white meat just for this week. Chicken and turkey. Not too much and have two days without it. Next week's different. So have you got that earthing? Get some celery juice down your neck. First thing on an empty stomach. That's your first thing. Then you're going to have your three meals a day. Lots of fresh fruit and vegetables. Try and buy organic. Do not eat sugar. Do not eat sugar. See if you can get your face away from alcohol for a week. Just do that. And the last thing is you have got to be in bed before 10:30 every night with the lights out. You can't go on your phone at least an hour before, turn your Wi-Fi off before you go to bed. You don't need your phone next to your bed in the room. We survived without phones, without mobiles. We used to get two buses and walk five miles to knock on our mate's door for the mother to say, no, he's not coming out. And then you'd have to go all the way back again. You can survive. If anybody dies in the night, trust me, the police will find you and knock on your door. You don't need to be on the end of a mobile. And that is your biggest threat to your health is EMFs. The prince of air is Satan. So you've been listening to me, Kate Shomorani, and I hope you'll all join me next week, same time, eight to 10 a.m. GMT, TNT Radio Live. You want to tell me your medical crimes in tyrannical times, Kate Shamarani at tntradio.live. Get on the website. I love you all. You are the Natural Nurse Army. From myself, Adieu, and the wonderful Fiona Shakila Burns. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Weekend. It's been a great pleasure as always.